Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Today's episode is sponsored by Apostrophe. Hello, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care and welcome to the last episode of the year. I say this every time, but I still can't believe it's about to be 2023. This year literally flew by, but with it literally about to be the new year, it's time to start prepping for the new year so it can be the best it could possibly be. Last episode, I talked about how I was reflecting on the last year and really fixating on everything that went wrong, everything I didn't accomplish, just anything that I wasn't super proud of and that didn't make me feel good. And I think we all know how easy it is to stay in that mindset and just soak in self-pity and stay in that low vibration When you feel like ass, it's really hard to pick yourself up and want to feel good and want to do good. Like when you're in a bad mood, you don't want people to tell you to cheer up or that it's going to feel okay. You just want to be upset. You just want to be mad. It takes a lot of energy to switch from feeling bad or thinking bad into feeling and thinking good. With that being said, Just because it's easier to feel bad doesn't mean that you should. Don't get me wrong. If you're in a bad mood or you're upset, feel those emotions. Allow yourself to be upset. Don't invalidate yourself or suppress your emotions. It's just important that you remember to not stay feeling that way because beating yourself up and dwelling on how everything is going wrong is not going to bring you to a place where things can go right. So what I really want to talk about in this episode is using the past year as a guide to do better and to feel better in 2023. Rather than feeling like ass about these things that happened or didn't happen to you, how can you use that pain and trouble from this year to motivate you and to grow in the new year? So we're going to talk about that and talk about letting go of what no longer serves you And also talk about envisioning what the next year looks like for you and what steps you can do to make that a reality. 
I would be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed by the way some things went in 2022. Of course, a million great things happened, but there were things that I look back on and I'm like, damn, I wish that went a different way or I wish I took more time doing this thing. I wish I put more of my energy here instead of there. And when the year comes to an end and you start reflecting and doing a recap of the year, it's easy to feel like shit about those things. But feeling like shit about them is not beneficial to you or your life. You can't change how things went and you can't go back in time. You can't fix those mistakes. All you can do now is learn and try not to make those mistakes again. I've said this so many times, but sometimes people or things are thrown into your life just as a learning lesson. Some things aren't meant to be permanent and some things are just meant to learn from and let go. If something isn't working for you, whether that's a person or a situation, it's because it's not meant for you. It might have been meant for you at one time because nothing will ever be brought to you unless it's for you. But the reason it worked then and not now is because it was only meant for you for an extended amount of time. And some things do have an expiration date. Some things are just meant for a time period in your life. And when that's over, it's time to learn from it and let it go. And when something isn't working for you, you have two options. Either dwell on it and force it to work, which it probably never will, at least not the way it's supposed to, because if it was meant for you, it would be easy and effortless. Or two, use the failure of that situation to succeed. It's like when someone goes through a breakup. Obviously, breakups suck, but the breakup glow up is such a real thing. Like any girl that I've seen go through a breakup ends up being a million times hotter and more successful after it ends. Because when you get your heart broken, you either stay heartbroken or you move on. And when you move on from things that aren't meant for you, that's when you and your life can glow up. When a dumbass boy breaks your heart, you don't get sad, you get hot. The same thing applies to your life. When something goes wrong, you don't get sad, you get hot, or you get smart, or you get successful, or you just get better. So yeah, there might be things that have happened this year that you don't love, or there are situations and people that made you feel really bad, and it might hurt to remind yourself of those things and of those people But it's good that you know what feels good and what doesn't so you can let go of any of that and leave it in 2022 to make room for better in 2023. Before the new year starts, purge anything or anyone that's weighing you down or making you feel bad, whether that's friends, relationships, your job, your living situation, whatever it may be, leave it in 2022. Use the new year as a reset button and start fresh. Last year at this time, I was feeling really stuck at my job and super unhappy. And I knew I wanted to leave that job for a really long time, but the timing never felt right. But 
with how unhappy I was, I could not imagine going another year working there and living the life that I was living. The thing that held me back for so long from leaving that job was the uncertainty after quitting, having to start new and not knowing what I was going to do and how I was going to make money. But in the back of my mind, I knew regardless of when I quit, it was always going to be uncomfortable because it was a fresh start. So if I was going to start fresh, I might as well do it at the beginning of the year and just smash the reset button on my life rather than doing it halfway through the year. I also wanted to break my pattern of allowing things to continue in my life that didn't make me happy. I knew how unhappy this job made me, but for two years leading up to that point, I continued at that job because it was comfortable and it was predictable. And by continuing it, I was self-sabotaging because I was feeding into something that didn't align with what I actually wanted. And there were so many things that I allowed and fed into that weren't good for me that I had to break the habit of allowing. Because when you allow these habits or these patterns to continue, you can't grow. If you're going into the new year wanting better friends, you can't keep those friends who make you feel bad. If you want to grow a platform on social media, you can't keep putting off posting because you're afraid to. If you want to work in an office job, you can't keep applying to fast food restaurants. We all do things that feel safe and feel comfortable that are within our comfort zone. But staying in that comfort zone is not going to change your life. It's going to keep you living the same one that you aren't happy in. I think that a lot of people think that New Year resolutions mean new everything. I think when people think New Year resolutions, it means you have to create a bucket list. You need to start going to the gym. You need to start planning a vacation. You need to get a hobby, which is great, especially if those things align with what you want out of your life. But the new year doesn't necessarily mean you need to add things to your life to make your life better. Sometimes you need to get rid of things, aka letting go of what no longer serves you and leaving it behind in 2022. Also, think about how if there are things that you aren't proud of or don't that don't make you feel good now from this year, imagine how it would feel and how heavy it would be to carry that in to 2023. If you don't like those things now, why would you want to drag them into the new year? It would be like if you were moving to a new state to meet new people and then you brought your toxic ex-boyfriend with you just because you're attached to him. The point is to move on and do better. All bringing him with you is going to do is give you a headache and set you back from succeeding. Now a word from our sponsor, Apostrophe. Besties, it was just Christmas and I don't know about you, but my family loves taking photos, especially Christmas morning when I have no makeup on. Every single gift I open, there's a camera in my face. Thankfully... Before this holiday, I started using Apostrophe. 
So this Christmas, my skin was glowing without makeup. I woke up fresh-faced, no zits, giving very much Beyonce, I woke up like this. Because of apostrophe, I was able to be fresh-faced and photographed and feel confident in my own skin. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin, whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatments for your specific skin. It's basically like going to a dermatologist without having the trouble of going to a dermatologist because it's all within the comfort of your own home. Once you log on to Apostrophe, you'll fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and medical history. Then you take a few photos of your face and a board certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. I love that through Apostrophe, you're getting a specific plan for your skin and it's not just some random brand selling you products that are meant for everyone because skin products aren't one size fits all. Everyone needs a different treatment. I specifically chose apostrophe because even though I'm an adult, I still get acne and I wanted to make sure that I was choosing my treatment plan from professionals. And with apostrophe, they offer access to prescription treatments for all types of acne, not just one. From hormonal acne to facial acne and even back, chest, and butt acne. And because I love apostrophe so much, we have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash TNTC when you use our code TNTC. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash TNTC and click get started. Then use our code TNTC at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. If you want to start new and do better in 2023, you need to let go of those things that you were trying to get rid of before they even have a chance to exist in this new year. Think of 2023 as if it's a parallel universe where everything from this year that went bad will be good in this universe. It will be the total opposite of this year in the best way possible. And when you step into this universe, you can literally only bring what's good for you because that's all that's able to exist in this universe. Now, when you think of this universe or when you think about 2023, what do you think about? What do you see? If everything is the total opposite of everything that went bad this year and all that can exist is what's best for you and what's meant for you, What will you expect? Do you expect good friends that are loyal to you? Do you expect to be working a job that you love? Do you expect to be in a healthy relationship? Or do you expect to be alone and working solely on yourself? It's important that you envision 2023 in your head before stepping into it because it gives you the best chance of those things that you're envisioning to actually happen. When you think about a year from now, Where do you see yourself? What are you doing and who are you surrounded with? Are you living the same life that you're living right now or do you see yourself having more? The reason why envisioning the next year is so important is because if you can envision it, it can happen. Nothing in life happens without the image. I've given this example before in my manifesting episode, I believe, but it helps me and reminds me whenever I'm trying to reach a goal or striving for something that sounds far-fetched. Anything that you can physically see wasn't created until there was an image in someone's head. The chair you're sitting in right now, 
the headphones you're listening to this episode on, the pen you're writing notes with, someone had to envision how that thing would look and operate before they or someone made it a physical object. Before you can live the life that you want to live and make it a reality, you need to sketch it out in your head and see that vision before bringing it to life. Once you can visualize how it'll look, that's when you can start making the steps to make that a reality. That's when you can start planning out the things you can do that are going to align with you and your goals. Rather than doing a million random things, that might work or might help you. People get so caught up on the idea of starting new and creating a bunch of new year resolutions, which ultimately leads them to fail and not accomplish any of them. You can't go into the new year wanting to do a million things, but have no clear direction on how to achieve them. You have to create attainable steps for those goals. It's not about working super hard and pushing yourself. And it's not about changing every single aspect of your life. There's only so much you can do in the span of a year. That's why visualizing what you want and being really specific about what you want is important so you can create a clear path to get there rather than a million different ones for different goals that don't align and don't match up. You don't have to overwork yourself to get to where you want to be. All it takes is a plan and doing little things like incorporating things that align with the long-term plan into your everyday routine. It's also important to remind yourself to only make goals that matter to you. Don't be that person that feels like they need to have a bunch of New Year resolutions or live up to some expectations that others have of them. You don't have to go into the new year with some extensive plan. You don't need to change your whole life and quit your job and leave your relationship. Your goals can be small but important to you, which is the most important thing. They don't have to be physical or easily shown to others. They can be as simple as, switching your attitude, or switching your mindset. And just because they're simple doesn't make them any less important. For me, one of my biggest goals for the new year is to be more vocal about what I want and be more in control of what I do. With the position I'm in right now, I have people telling me what I should do with the podcast, what direction I should go in. And in the past few months, I've kind of brushed it off and laughed it off. But I want to be in a place in 2023 where I'm secure enough and have the confidence to say no to people and really mean it. I want to trust myself and my vision and I want to be confident in what I say and what I do. And it's really easy to say I want to do that and I want to work towards that and I want to plan out the steps for me to get there, right? But if I'm not aligning myself with my goals, they aren't going to work. And that's where inspired action comes into play. So let's say with my situation, I want to be more in control of my work. But then someone with a lot of power comes to me and says, you know, you need to do X, Y, and Z if you want your podcast to grow. 
does this person saying this to me know what they're talking about? Yeah, probably. Will it help my podcast grow? Yeah, probably. But if my goal for the new year is to be more vocal about what I want and take control of my work, I'm not going to follow what this person is telling me because that's not what my gut is telling me. Inspired action is almost like or is the same thing as following your intuition. It's like a little gift from the universe guiding you to your goals. So if I go against my gut and just cave and do what this person wants me to do, I am going to achieve my goal of being in control and vocalizing how I feel and what I want a lot slower than I would if I listened to my intuition. And it's also, like I said in my last episode about self-commitment, it's basically telling myself that I don't care what you actually want because this person knows what they're talking about way more than you do. But anyways, inspired action basically is doing things to achieve your goals by being inspired and wanting to rather than because you feel like you have to or you should do it. Like a lot of people would have definitely told me and did tell me that in order to make money and be a functional adult, I had to work a nine to five. And yeah, doing that would have made me money, but I knew I wanted to make money a different way, even if that way was a risk and didn't make sense to others. Following inspired action will always, always, always bring you closer to your goals because the main thing driving you to achieve those goals are your desires rather than external motivation. It really is a lot of saying yes to things that feel right and saying fuck no to things that feel wrong. As promised, I do want to wrap this episode up with talking about vision boards. I love vision boards. I swear by them and I truly believe I am where I am now because of my decision to start making them back in 2019. Basically, what a vision board is, is exactly what it sounds like, a board with your visions, a very you Pinterest board made by you. I hope that explains it. That's like my definition of it. So you just put images and phrases and really whatever you want that paint an image of what you're working towards. Essentially, you are putting all of your goals on a board for you to be able to easily look at to remind you of what you're working towards. And you can make this like a physical board that you hang up. You can make this on Pinterest. You can make this on your laptop and put it as your background or for your phone or iPad. Just anywhere that is easily visible to you and will force you to look at every single day. And that's why vision boards work. Sometimes we set goals and we work on them for a week and then get sidetracked and forget about them and we stop working towards them. With a vision board, your desires are being shoved in your face. They're basically screaming at you to work towards them. I don't want to tell you my goals or manifestations just yet because I want to post them on my Instagram, which you can check out. They're in the description of this episode. Or I might do an entire YouTube video making one if you're interested in that. But I can share some things that I put on my board for 2022 
that ended up actually happening. So for this year, I had put, I wanted to start a podcast, which I obviously did. Um, I wanted to do more modeling, which I did thankfully to my cute bestie, Emma, who is an amazing photographer. So shout out to her. Um, I wanted to move into a house, which I just moved into at the beginning of December, which is a friendly reminder that just because your goals don't happen within like the first two months of the year or halfway through the year doesn't mean they won't happen. And it doesn't mean that you should give up. Sometimes it won't happen until literally the last week of the year. That's why I really don't think you should put a timeline on your goals or manifestations because things work out when they're meant to work out. And sometimes they don't work out within your timeline and that's okay. But yeah, those were a few things that I put up on my 2022 vision board that ended up happening, which I am so grateful for. But also when I first started making vision boards, I was really embarrassed for people to see them. I remember in 2021, I had my vision board set as my phone background. And I remember hiding my phone from people at work because I didn't want them to see my background or have them ask about it. But the thing that I had to learn is whatever you're putting on your board, you want to happen. Those things cannot happen or will not happen as easily as they could if you do them in secrecy. If I hid my desire to start a podcast, I wouldn't have been able to grow it to the size it is now. I wouldn't have been able to connect with all of you and have so many besties. The reason you feel embarrassed about these goals is because you think they're unattainable. Like I said about envisioning things, if you can see it, it can happen. Your goals will only be embarrassing or funny to people until they see them come to life. So make it a priority to make sure these things come to life. Make your dream life your reality, and prove these people who doubt you wrong. Literally anything you desire deserves to be on that vision board because it deserves to be in your life. So take this week to make your vision boards. I would absolutely love to see them too. So if you make one, send them to me on Instagram, um, over on DMs. Some of you have already started and they're so good and you're getting me excited to make mine. Again, I will either end up posting mine on Instagram or making an entire YouTube video. Those will be in the description of this episode. But that's where I'm going to end today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and thank you for the endless support this year. I am so fucking grateful for this year and for all of you. I literally look forward to talking to you all every week and I love talking to you on Instagram and TikTok. So just thank you all for being you, for being my bestie. I'm obsessed with you and I just can't say thank you enough. I love you besties and I will talk to you next time. Bye.